Hey, Kong the Florist here. Ready for another episode? This one we're going to talk about delivery and everything related to delivery. There's two sides to delivery. There's the income side and the expense side. So let's talk first of all about the income side. You've got to charge for delivery. There are some florists out there that say, well, I'm not going to charge for delivery. But ultimately, they have to make up for it somewhere. And it's going to be added to the flower arrangements. And that doesn't really help the person that wants to just come in and pick something up because you're charging more for flowers. You're not going to figure out, oh, I'm going to give the walk-in person a discount. It's too complicated. you got to charge delivery. Now, how much do you charge for delivery? Well, I will tell you, don't look at what other floors charge because most floors don't charge enough. Delivery needs to be a profit center for your business. <clears throat> Maybe even if it makes a dollar, that's okay. But you really don't want delivery to lose money, and you really got to control the cost there for that to happen. You also need to charge a delivery charge, and your delivery charge should be based on how far you deliver. And you can charge different delivery charge depending on you know whether it's close to your shop or far away. You can charge different delivery charges based on the time of the day. I want something there in the morning. I want something there at night. So there's a lot of different options. You just need to be consistent in what you do. A website also really works well to control those delivery co- delivery charges. And a, and, a, and a website also helps you a lot with making additional money. We charge, I think, $5 for before 3 o'clock uh, the day before. Somebody can order that, and they pay $5 for before 3 we, I think we charge more money for before 1 or before 11. But, you know, people will pay for that service. I mean, you probably just order something from Uber Eats and you got $5 worth of food and it cost you $15. So, you know, kind of because it's kind of keep that in mind when you charge a delivery charge. Don't be afraid to charge charge what you think you're going to make profitable on. Now you've got the expense side. <clears throat> the biggest expense is payroll, labor. You can decide to have your own delivery people or contract delivery people. I will tell you that in 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 my opinion, contract drivers work. We use them during the holidays. We don't use them every day because we want our customers to have exposure to our employees. We want our employees to be out there. We, we want our vans out there, and we want good experiences for our customers. During a holiday, of course, we have to hire contract drivers. You pay them per drop. You know, that's the best way to do it. And they use their own vehicles, their own gas. Definition of a contract driver by what I consider, you don't hold me to this, but IRS standards or state standards is they get paid per drop. They can come and go as they please. They can lose money. You know, if you give somebody 10 deliveries and, they, and they're gone for an hour and they come back with nine, they probably lost, lost money. So keep that in mind. Don't be afraid to pay your drivers, you know, a, a, a good salary. I mean, I say this because I we found that, you know, paying the minimum wage or paying the minimum amount, you can't keep people long enough. And so you need to you need to pay them a fair wage. And, you know, what we've always done is we've, we've tried to review them every year. We've actually, you know, started them out a certain pay and said in 90 days, if you do everything we're expecting you to do, we'll give you a, 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 sm- a small raise then. <clears throat> Delivery people also can help you out in the shop a lot between deliveries, processing flowers, dumping the trash, running errands for you. So kind of keep that in mind, too. Don't just make them a delivery person. Explain to them, this is what else you need to do for me. 
you also need to train your delivery people. Um, you can't have road rage. You know, the first time you have road rage, you can't work for work, can't work for us. That's the way it is. Um, you need to be courteous. You try and let people in, wave people in, let them in. I mean, I bought a guy breakfast because he let me in the in the drive-through lane in front of him, and then he saw my license plate, which had the name of our shop on it. And now he's ordering flowers from us. So just be nice. You know, I don't ever understand delivery people too, because we're paying them by the hour. So there's no reason, I mean, everybody drives fast, but there's no reason to be excessive. There's no reason to speed, you know, the only, and, and, and we always tell our drivers, look, if we give you a delivery and you don't think you're going to make it there in time, well, call us, we'll call a customer, we'll call the recipient, you know, let's, let's head off the, the challenge before it happens. So that's delivery people. Then of course you got your vehicle and your vehicle expense. Now, there's two types of vehicles. You can buy a used vehicle or you can buy a new vehicle. A lot of floors tend to buy used vehicles, which is great. Uh, used vans mostly. But just you know, make sure that you kind of maintain them. And hopefully you, if you buy them used, you can get enough miles out of them to make it worth it. We put about 3,000 miles a month on our vehicles. I know it's crazy. So it's really hard for us to buy a used vehicle because we do 50,000 miles a year. So we buy a used vehicle with 100,000 miles. After year one, <coughs> it starts falling apart. So we buy new vehicles. We pay them off in three or four years. So then we hope we can keep them for about six years. And, you know, I, I, let me rephrase that. We probably don't put 3,000 3, miles a month on them, but we might put two. So... Um, but anyways, we want to keep them longer than we after we pay them off. Um, there's tax advantages for buying versus leasing, uh, and you can talk to your accountant about that. Uh, I know if you buy them, you know sometimes your accountant can write it off all in one year if you need if you need a big expense. Uh, leasing is not a down, not necessarily a big down payment, and you got an even amount of payments every single time you have the lease. So for some people that might work well too. One of the things is is inside the vehicle. I've seen so many different people have so many different ideas about how to make deliveries and how to hold arrangements. I will tell you there's a company that makes this pegboard. And after all these years, that's all we use is pegboards. Because it works great. It's a, it's a grid system with little PVC pipes. Um, you can probably Google florist pegboard. Um, I'm not endorse. Um, I, I am endorsing them because it's clean. It's easy. You take them back out. You can wash your van out. You can do all sorts of stuff with it. And <clears throat> I don't get paid anything, you know. I'm not, but but I'm saying it works really good. Make sure your delivery people have shirts. Make sure they have name tags if you can. That always works out good too. Make sure you use a GPS program so you can track them and make sure they know you're tracking them. We have, um, in, our G in our vehicles, we have a GPS where they actually, it codes which drivers in the vehicle. So <clears throat> two months later, when you get this parking ticket that nobody told you about, you can go back and see who was driving that vehicle that day. Um, we also, the GPS is really good about giving safety scores for our drivers because it tracks their speeding, their quick stops all sorts of stuff. <clears throat> so we use that a lot. 
that that works out really good because it 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 lets the delivery people know we know what's going we know where they are we know what's going on uh, we you can't you know drivers can't like drive an hour out of the way and say oh I got stuck in traffic because you can pretty much see where they went so that works out pretty good too um, that's about it for delivery I mean make sure you make sure you get on a maintenance plan. Uh, make sure the oil gets changed all the time. I will tell you, use synthetic oil. Again, that's my opinion. But because you're putting so many miles on the vehicle, you really don't want to be spending time changing your oil every month or two. Uh, we're synthetic. You can get a little, little more miles out of it. We usually do about 7,500 miles for synthetic oil versus 3,000 miles for regular oil. So kind of keep that in mind. It saves. You're talking about time savings. You know, you don't want your delivery person changing their oil air every single month for, you know, an hour or two hours or what, sitting, driving somewhere to do that. <clears throat> of course, air conditioning and heat's important. <coughs> Sorry about that. Um, I think that's about it for this, this podcast on vehicles. Um, if you decide to use your own vehicle, you know, if you have a personal vehicle, there is options in your insurance that says to, to, it, they will cover a borrowed vehicle, they kind of call it. So if you have an employee that's going to the bank and they're in an accident, your insurance would cover that. So just make sure your insurance has everything you need. I would also recommend that you try and find an insurance company, and there are some out there that are specific for the floral industry because they do understand anything related to delivery as well as in your business. But we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about insurance in the business probably in another episode. All right. Have a good evening.